Hey friend, I'm Mike McCurry. Welcome to Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you for tuning in today. We are in 1 Samuel chapter number 30. I'd invite you to find your place there. If not, I'll read the scripture for us in just a moment. We are talking about how to handle discouragement. It's one of those things even the most happy-go-lucky people deal with at different times in their life. And sometimes it's exterior circumstances that bear down on us, that pressure us in such a way that we slip into discouragement, depression, whatever we may call it, clinically or not. Some of these things are so well hidden, though. We smile at the world. We put on the facade, we make it look good at church, and even for our family, but we know, and God knows. I'm going to ask you if you would to tune your ears to what we're talking about today. The gospel tract I want to talk to you about, it goes right along. You need to get this tract. It's called, Are You in Danger? That's a good question for you today. Maybe you'd say, what are you talking about? Is that a threat, Brother Micah? No, no, no. It's what this gospel track talks about. It tells the story of a young man and a violin teacher. They go out fishing and join just a little bit of time. And they had a good relationship there. And the parents knew where he was. And there was a problem, though. You see, there was a storm that came up. The young man almost lost his life. And it begged the question, a question that this illustration leads into, asks you the question, are you in danger? Not physical danger so much as spiritual danger. Maybe you're listening right now and you'd say, yeah, you know, if I think about it long enough, it, this has bothered me. I don't know for sure where I would go when I die. Well, I'd love to help you with that. The Bible can help you with that. I can just show you what the Bible says. I'll give you a number you can text in just a moment. I'd love to connect with you, but maybe you're a Christian and that gospel track grabs your attention. Go to BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. You can order some of this gospel track for free. We'd love to send you some. But if you're wondering, yes, I'm in danger. Uh, spiritually speaking, I don't know where I would go when I die. And friend, you've come to the right place. Listening right now, you could come to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Not because I have anything of my own to share with you. I can tell you what the Bible says. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. But if you'd like to personally reach out to me, you can. I get a lot of messages sometimes, so it might take me a few hours, even a day, to get back to you at times. But I will get back with you ASAP, especially if we're talking about salvation. You can text me at this number, 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309 316 Speaking of salvation, speaking of resting in the Lord, I want to find our place in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse number 1. I'm going to read through this passage briefly just to give you some context because I want to apply it to where you and I live today. We asked the question yesterday, are you discouraged? Maybe you'd say, honestly, Micah, I am discouraged. You don't know what I'm dealing with. I, I, I found when speaking to people out in the world, just the run of the mill, the living life, uh, stopping at a fast food place, uh, uh, going to Walmart, or you fill in the blank, wherever we have to go to get life done. 
I found that when I strike up a conversation with someone, I, I try to be friendly. <laughs> I try to be um, not necessarily charismatic. That gregarious is not probably a word you'd use to describe me, but I do like to make a connection with people as the Lord allows. And I try to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit for those opportunities. But I found that when I ask someone, how are you doing? I will get a stock answer. Oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Or just good. But if you ask the question again, if you say, no, 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 how are you really doing? Oftentimes you can cut a little deeper. You can get to the heart of the matter. And I realize these past four years or so have been a little bit out of the ordinary, a little different. They use the word all the time, unprecedented. If you haven't heard that word for a little while, I'm sorry if I broke your streak. They were saying it all the time on the news, weren't they? Unprecedented times. But I realize that. But I also realize that people, maybe people like yourself, have been a little bit more open to what the Bible has to say than previously. And so when I ask the second time, how are you doing? I've gotten a little more. I've had people tell me, honestly, um, I'm not doing well. I can't make my rent or my mom is in the hospital or my car just broke down or, but it's an opportunity. It's an opening for the gospel's sake. Just had the opportunity not but a day or so ago, a man stopped by here in Odell, Illinois, pulled in and he came in and he shared a little bit of his story. By the way, if you're ever coming through Odell, Illinois, we'd love to meet you. If you've never seen our facility before, we'd love to show you. I'm actually coming to you right now from my office. I can show you where we record these episodes and all those things. But the main reason he stopped by was he wanted to ask if he could get some gospel tracks. And the answer was unequivocally, absolutely. But in doing so, he shared a little bit of his life's account. And he told about how his father had been a heavy, heavy drinker. His father was a World War II veteran. This man, uh, his name, first name was Larry, 70-something years old. His father had been in World War II, one of the first people his father was to walk into Hiroshima after the bomb had been dropped. Of course, some of his war stories were gruesome, horrible to be honest, and it caused him to turn to alcohol. Now, praise God, he later, because of Larry's testimony, accepted Christ, but Larry followed in his father's footsteps for a while, but he finally came to the end of his rope. His son, after a few marriages had dissolved, he had a son. And that son was in a daycare at a church. Finally, when he could take it no longer, he called the pastor up and said, I need to talk to you, and found himself on his knees at the altar and accepted Christ as his Savior. Maybe your story isn't about the descent into alcoholism. Maybe you haven't had three or four marriages like Larry. But maybe you have, or maybe you're discouraged in other ways. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, we're introduced to someone we already know from Scripture. His name is David. He comes to be known as King David later on. But right here, he's just David on the run. David discouraged. 
Verse number six, and David was greatly distressed. His people had turned against him. The situation of life, uh, the enemy had taken advantage of their distraction and it had captured. They didn't know if their wives and sons and daughters were alive or not, but they had been taken away, kidnapped. And David was greatly distressed. But what he did was, the Bible tells us, encouraged himself in the Lord. If you're listening right now and you say, you know, maybe that talk about being in danger, that didn't cut to my soul quite as much as this right now. Maybe I'm just discouraged. And maybe I've only ever had human help and that's failed me every time. And today, for the first time, I'm really willing to consider turning to God disrespectfully some call him the old man upstairs a higher power friend he is the creator of the universe and he can be lord of your life if you will allow him he as powerful as he is the bible tells us he doesn't force himself into your lives he doesn't make you do what he wants you to do What's the point of a creation that does everything you want it to? No, he wanted to have he wants to have fellowship with you because you choose it. He wants to have a relationship with you because you choose it. But that's often how it is. We are as close to God as we want to be. And maybe today you're willing to get a little bit closer. Maybe today you're willing to consider the topic of your eternal destiny. Maybe you're just discouraged enough that you realize that you could encourage yourself in the Lord. If that's you today, I'm going to ask you to do this. I want to thank you, first of all, for your open mind. I want to thank you for the fact that you're even willing to listen. We've taken a little left turn from where I was planning on going in my notes, but I think it's well worth it because if just one more soul, the song says, would walk down the aisle, just like Larry found himself on his knees in an altar, you could come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ right now and today, even though we're coming across thousands of miles potentially from wherever you happen to be. I'm in Odell, Illinois. I don't know where you are, but you could right now understand that you are, the Bible tells us, a sinner. We are all sinners. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We can do nothing about that. We're born sinners. We're born in sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. But Jesus Christ paid the penalty for us. You see, our sin is going to send us to a devil's hell. For the wages of sin is death. That's not just talking about the moment you take your last breath and your heart stops beating. That's talking about stepping over into eternity. And there's only one of two places you can go. Hell or heaven. So, Jesus paid the penalty. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That sounds encouraging. And maybe today, for the first time, you'd like to encourage yourself in the Lord and you'd like to accept his free gift. God is not one you add to your pantheon of other gods. He is God and God alone. Maybe you'd like to accept him today. You could pray a prayer like this. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know that because of my sin, I can't go to heaven, but I want to. I want to accept 
the free gift of your son, Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. I know he was crucified. He died on a cross for me. I know he was buried, but he rose again the third day. He has power over life and death, and I want that for my life. I want to accept you as my Savior. Please save me. Maybe, just maybe, you have more questions. Maybe you did pray that prayer you'd like to let someone know. I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or comment, text me at 309-316-7240. We're going to talk more about encouraging ourselves in the Lord, but I hope you took the first step today. Have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.